I'm Morgan Phillips, senior editor at Tulsa People Magazine, and I'm here for About Town this week. And I'm so excited because joining me is longtime Tulsa People columnist Connie Cronley. Connie, how long have you been involved with us? It's been forever, it seems like. Well, I like your term, long time, instead of old time. (laughs) That's better. That gets us off to a good start. It has been forever. Um, Missy Cruz was the editor I worked with when I started writing this column. So it's, you know, decades ago. I love Missy. She's so great. And we need to have her on this podcast sometime because she's got a million stories. (laughs) And a tough editor, let me tell you. Yes, she is. Well, all editors are tough. Right. As they should be. As they should. We need them. (laughs) Yes. Well, we're so excited that you're going to be reading for us your March column. And um, we're going to try this once a month for a couple months and see how it goes. The title of my monthly column is Musings. And that tells you about the subject. It's just everyday thoughts, what what I see, what I run into in life, which is more and more. So I was going to ask you if, because you do write about people that you interact with, in these little conversations or moments, mm-hmm. and so much of it is so funny. It's and it's not always telling a story on them. Sometimes it's telling a story on yourself, often. Um, but do people ask you, was that about me, when, they, when you write something and publish it? No, they don't. Either they stop speaking to me, <laughs> <laughs> or I just don't happen to see them, or... Or maybe we all have such hubris, they assume, well, she's not talking about me. I'm much better than that. No, you're right. They're always about my own misadventures. and My life is like a James Thurber story. I wrote a column once for Tulsa People. I was with Jay, and we went to Sears. And I'll tell you this story because it's horrifying. And we were standing at the escalator, and a, and a young mother with two small children was trying to get a child to go down the escalator with her. And the child was screaming. She was terrified. Well, I had just read something, advice for grandmothers who could help pe- people with crying babies and small children. So I walked over to her. I don't know what came over me and said, maybe I can help with this. And I took the little girl with the arm. I said, come with me. We'll go down to together and took the first step she jumped back screaming and I was going down my by myself so what I did was I turned around and started trying to go up the escalator (laughs) but I fell and hurt my knee and was bleeding so there I was a bleeding woman crawling up the escalator toward this terrified little child Jay was so horrified he just stepped back and in alarm. And meanwhile, the mother and the two little girls walked over and took the elevator down. So, yes, that's my life. You know, <laughs> trying to do good and crawling up the escalator bleeding. So, the title of March is So This Isosceles Triangle Walks Into a Bar. When did I forget how to add? Also, multiply and divide. While I was occupied with other things, these three arithmetic buddies packed their bags and slipped away. Come back, we've been friends since elementary school. I know I didn't spend much time with you after the calculator moved in, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate you. Were you feeling as neglected as an old dog when a new puppy arrives? What can I do to get you back? Well, that's the conversation I've been having with myself after I realized I've lost basic arithmetic skills. It's not because I have an aversion to numbers. I liked arithmetic in school. I took Algebra II in college for the fun of it. 
Not that that proves I'm a mathophile. If I were, I'd wear a t-shirt printed, Sorry I'm late, I took the rhombus. I'd say, what do you call guys who love math? And answer the question myself, algebras. I'd make corny jokes like, who invented the round table? Circumference. And I'd have this side-splitting poster. What did the zero say to the eight? Nice belt. I'd knock him dead with my favorite one-liner, Y equals MX plus B. That's the formula for a straight line. One-liner, straight line, fall on the floor funny to mathematicians. But I'm no math whiz. I had to call my friend Patty, who's an algebra tutor, to explain some of those jokes to me. That's okay. I aim lower. All I want to do is be able to add and divide once in a while. It's not just math memory I'm losing. I can't remember the characters in a book I'm reading. Sometimes, even in a newspaper or magazine story, I'll say, wait, who said that? I'll wonder about the quotation and have to backtrack and go, oh yeah, now I remember, the person that's the subject of this story. I have the deepest sympathy and respect for memory issues such as dementia and aphasia, but I'm not talking about that. My little memory lapses are trivial. They include garden variety forgetfulness. Where did I put the... I get a good deal of exercise circling through my house looking for my coffee cup. My Swiss cheese memory is nothing like the misty watercolor memories Barbara Streisand sings about in the way we were to images of a gorgeous Robert Redford. They're not as heart-stabbing as Grizabella in Cats, trilling memory about her days in the sun. No, any song I sing about memory these days would be full of sputtering debit to hills. I read somewhere, and of course I can't remember where, that forgetfulness and memory loss are a natural part of aging. Well, that's not encouraging. This is my birth month, so it means another brick stacked on my wobbly brain. A more positive way to look at memory is that our mature brain is so full of data it's making way for new information. I like this view. I think I made it up. Now, supposedly diet can help with memory. So I've considered some books on the subject, but I already know about the touted benefits of broccoli and blueberries and extra virgin olive oil. Oh, the world is full of advice about how to improve our memory, games, puzzles, exercises. I came up with my own. When I take walks, not as often as I should, although exercise does help brain health, I put my mind to work by saying the times tables as I walk. I remember in the fourth grade we memorized them so quickly. Well, it's not so easy now. One times one is one. One times two is a rhythmical chant in measured stride, so peaceful but I hit a wall when I got to the sevens, and I shouted to a stranger across the street, Hey, what is six times seven? He had to stop and think about it. Forty-two, he yelled back, and then almost ran in the opposite direction. Now I carry a little printed copy of the times tables with me, so when I get stuck, I don't have to frighten people on the street. It's a good thing, because the eights are still ahead. 
Thanks for listening to About Town. For more of Connie's work, you can go to TulsaPeople.com or find her column each month in the print magazine, which is available on racks around the Tulsa metro area. See you next week.